Hey, I'm Cardin, former Disney cast member and founder of LogRide. And I'm John Davidson, theme park fan and travel hacker. We are on a mission to unveil the secrets, insights, and people behind the theme park industry. Join us each week for a new episode. Now sit back and hold tight, because we're about to launch into the Thrill Seekers podcast. Hello, welcome to Monday. I know, it's crazy. It's a Monday and we're live. A little bit of a double, because we're supposed to be on Saturday. And anyway, you don't care. You maybe listen to this on the podcast, because this is the Thrill Seekers podcast. And I'm here with Cardin. Hey, guys. Welcome hey. to another week. Yes, another week, another week. It's a holiday, and we missed our Saturday filming because we had a special guest. Stay tuned. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, so we're moved this show to Monday, and we're piloting the live. We've never been live before, so this is our, uh, you know, just give it a shot. Try it. See how it goes. It's going good so far. Yes, so far, so far. All right, so how's it going? Yeah, not a lot going on here in Orlando. It's been raining and hot, which is the complete opposite of what you've been having up north. What's going on with you, John? That's right. We are uh, deep in snow. There's quite a few people without power, so who who knows how this will turn out. But uh, it's been interesting. I've seen pictures on Facebook stuff. Uh, where I'm going, and we'll talk about it later in the trips, is Fiesta, Texas. And the uh, president of the uh, Jeffrey posted pictures of, of the place covered in snow. So since you're from Texas, Garden, help me out. Do you guys even have snow plows? No. Definitely not. They have a couple of salt trucks that pop out for this time of year because ice, it usually ices. Ice is a pretty frequent bet during the winter times in Texas, especially in North Texas. But uh, this amount of snow in these low temperatures, like in the single digits and getting snow as far south as San Antonio, that is not usual. Yeah, I hear you. Well, so what's going on uh, with Log Ride? I've heard uh, or I saw some social media posts. Yeah, we've had a busy week. We had a new iOS update come out this past week where we did a couple of things, but I'm going to highlight two of the big things that they released. One was the timeline and time machine features, which are both pro features, got merged together into a new park history feature, which is really nice. You can scroll through the timeline. Uh, There's a beautiful new eye for the what is now like new time machine type feature. Uh, the iOS guys, guys did a super good job. Go check it out if you're on iOS. Uh, yeah, it's definitely it, worth the look, especially if you're a pro version. If you're not a pro subscriber, check out the free trial and, and give it a shot so you can see all the new stuff. Yeah, and just just a, a little bit more detail. When you say time machine, you can say, show me what attractions were in this park this year. So that's what you that's mean right. by time machine. So if you're not yeah. familiar with the, the term time machine, that's what it is. The idea so, is uh, you, you jump in your DeLorean and you punch in whatever gear you want. And the, the attractions you see are how the park would appear in that year. Yes. So, yeah. And that is not available on Android, by the way, because I'm an Android guy. So I'm going to stay over here and be better. <laughs> the other big thing was, uh, again, if you're on iOS, we had a huge Apple Watch update come out. Uh, used to, you could check into parks and uh, see limited logging information for attractions on the watch. But now we've added attraction details. So you can zoom into each attraction, see all the manufacturer information, height, speed, length. 
you can log haunts now, which is really exciting. So when you're going to your, your Halloween events come fall, you can start logging those. Uh, and then we're starting to dabble into shortcuts. So I don't know if there's a similar thing on Android, but on iOS, there's a, there's a shortcut feature where you can kind of make your own quick functions, if you will. Yeah. And we've added a check-in shortcut for that. Yeah, and unfortunately, because uh, the Android uses Flutter, I can tell you that uh, it's not likely those features are going to be instantly available on the Android version, even though I'd love to do it on my Android watch. <laughs> Maybe one day we can get some wearables in there. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> one day when all the technology plays nice together. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so huge props to Mark and Justin on the iOS team for putting all that together. It's been a, a wonderful update. And we have more stuff coming uh, either later this month or um, mid next month in March that we're not going to talk about today because it's it's it deserves a bigger announcement. But well, in the next couple of weeks, still we'll straw man also, right? What's that? Still, still a little bit of a straw man, right? Straw man. Yeah, straw man. You know, like where you. You know, like where you're weighing hangman and you got like just the outlines and kind of you got it put together. Is that like You've a never heard phrase? I've never heard that. I don't know. I've just, I've always <laughs> used it. Maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Straw man. But well, or oh, let's just say outline for us, for us normal people. Yeah. It's still somewhat early in development. It's, uh, it's, we're probably moving into step like two where we're actually writing code and implementing it into the app. Awesome. All right, well, let's hop into the uh, industry news. Uh, oof, uh, uh, we can't possibly go over all the park openings, right? No, but that's the big news. We've started hearing park dates be announced over the past couple of weeks, which is exciting because we, we really weren't sure if parks were going to be looking at pushing opening dates to the summer or if they were going to try and do stuff earlier in the spring. And uh, it looks yeah. like they're doing spring stuff. Yeah, and actually quite a few in the big parks too. Uh, so like Hershey's, uh, what, April 2nd? Yep. Dollywood's following in March 13th. And then I think Cedar Fair, did they put out all of their? I think they did put out all their dates, at least a few. So Cedar Point is definitely May 14th. Um, what are a few others? A lot of the Six Flags parks are kind of all over the place. You're oh, well, if you're going to talk parks. Six Flags, yeah, I'll, I'll let it. I'll let you I, take those. I booked a hotel for the opening of Saint Six Flags St. Louis, um, so that one is March 20th. So I'm getting excited for that because I haven't taken my kids to any parks yet this year. So that's all, that's one we'll do the do the full the full family, full court press nice. in the family. So nice. I should say this before we move into this much further. All of these are tentative. Right. Yeah. I mean, true. These true. could all change at any point. Uh, it depends on uh, the climate, the weather. Obviously, the uh, the global pandemic we're still walking through. So hopefully, yeah. uh, they stick pretty true, though. And actually, one park did. Uh, I thought it was a pretty clever thing. So Silver City, they had a date, right? Yeah, so you saw this story. I missed the story, so I'm going to let you take this okay. one through. So I thought this was pretty creative. Uh, when Silver Dollar City, they were basically going to go at the same time as Six Flags St. Louis, uh, March 20th. But when they published the dates, they put it out on social media, this kind of like blitz where they said, hey, if we can get these these posts up to so many likes, then we'll add days. And sure enough, man, they've got it. They got they went way up over 6,000 
a thousand likes and then they started adding days. So kudos to them to uh, get quite a bit of, uh, you know, just, I thought that was pretty creative from a marketing standpoint. Let's just say yeah. That. Big props to their social media team. That's really impressive. I haven't seen any other parks do that yet. Have you? Uh, not not to that extent. I mean, I've seen lots of social media stuff where they give away, you know, free tickets or do some type of creative thing where they try to get people to talk about it and post it, but never one where they they added dates like that. That was pretty, I thought, creative. What else is going on in the news, John? Uh, well, I think the big one from the last show, and this was actually happening as we were, I think, uh, actually, this was, I think, happening while we were recording last time. So we didn't like do like a cutting and breaking news, but um, a lot, uh, big, huge fire over at uh, Castaway Cove. Uh, so that was huge news and all over social media. It was more like a, uh, oh my goodness, what's going to happen to the park? But the, the uh, silver lining is, although uh, the fire was pretty extensive, it didn't really go to any of the coasters or anything. And the park has already said that they are going to uh, going to stay. They're, I mean, sorry, not going to stay. It, it's not going to affect their opening anything. They're going to be still be ready, and they're still going to it's not going to impact the uh, overall park. So that was actually pretty decent news. Nice, nice. Well, then this has been the week for fires because we had one down here in Orlando a couple of days ago. It was this past week where uh, on Pluto's Bilge Rat Barges, a fire broke out on the back half of the attraction. Yeah, I, there, that had a lot of clickbait headlines attached to it. <laughs> oh my goodness, the entire ride's on fire during refurb. And like a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff that was, uh, I thought a little overblown myself once, sure. you, once you actually got down to this. So what did it end up being? Uh, that's a good question. Did they actually announce what had happened? I'm assuming a well, mechanical fire or something. Yeah, it, it was pretty small. And what and the official press release from the fire department says that that Disney put it out before the fire department even got there. So Universal put it out. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh man, <laughs> smack my hands. Good thing you're here to keep me straight. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. And that rather has been down for a couple of weeks now. For, yeah, uh, for refurbs. Yeah. 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 And then I think the other big highlight is uh, last time we were talking about Jersey Devil getting uh, getting capped off or topped off, whatever you want to call it. But uh, talking about social media doing amazing things. The uh, I think Silverwood has done a lot on their social media for their stunt pilots. So, and that's not a complete clone of Jersey Devil, right? Not as far as I know. So it's it's like a well it's not one for one but it's going to be like Jersey Devil and, and it's going to have the bigger car or the longer train I should say nice. so that'll help with the capacity hopefully yeah awesome. and and I've still haven't been on one of these single rails yet but next time next next week? time next week hopefully so I, I am so excited for you to get on Wonder Woman I said this last time it, it I think you're just going to find it's a a unique experience being All on right. a single rail like your center of gravity. It's just so, so different, in my opinion. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it, definitely. So uh, I guess that's like, it's kind of it on the news. I mean, pretty much the, I think it was overpowered by the uh, places opening up, the, all the opening days and everything. So we're not obviously not going <laughs> to go through all twenty thousand of them. So, uh, so other than that, what are you, what are you digging into uh, these days? So since I still am not going to any parks. 
I've been trying to keep up with a lot of construction updates this year. So I wanted to highlight a specific website that I've been using a ton called themeparks.com. And that's parks, P-A-R-X, so themeparks.com. Gotcha. It's uh, a really well put together site for uh, like construction forums. They do a good job at keeping up with all of the international parks, especially. Which is your, you, you have a secret love for. I do. I have a good appreciation, mostly because there's so much happening overseas right now, like especially in the Asian market. Uh, a lot of the Disney parks overseas are going through some huge, huge upgrades right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's been nice. They it, again, it's more of like a forum concept, so anyone can come in, sign up for account, and then post photos or other websites where they see information, but they have a few core members who really dig. And I mean, dig every day to find new photos that people have posted on Instagram, like construction workers, right? Yeah. Especially in some of the parks where they haven't let any of the public in. So uh -huh. uh, they're relying on you know, aerial shots. And so a lot of under, undercover as, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. shots. Cool. So I wanted cool. to make sure people are checking them out because they are, uh, it's been a really nice site. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I've besides we'll get to my trip a little bit later, but uh, besides that, um, I was just just some work on my website, trying to put my blog back together, make it simpler, that kind of stuff, and uh, not related to theme parks at all. I've been uh, been trying to consolidate all of my credit card stuff and uh, looking at a new site called M1 Finance. That kind of it's pretty interesting. You can like track when your bills are due and everything, but then you can set up rules around it. So uh, I have no idea if I'm gonna like it or not, but I, I definitely signed up and, and threw, threw some money in there just to kind of see how it works. But it, that's cool. Is that a uh, free service or do you have to pay for it? Well, they've got both. It's like everything, right? They've got a free one, but if you want all the pro features, then you, you gotta pay like a subscription, but, but it handles everything. Uh, so it's, but it's uh, it's kind of interesting. But anyway, if that if that works out, I'll talk more about it later. But that's just been what I've been digging into. Um, everything related to theme parks that we've been talking about um, is in the next segment, which is our park trips. So, um, I think I think we talked about it on the last show. I'm heading to Texas. I never <laughs> in the world thought I would be trying to figure out. If I could, if I had to cancel my Texas trip because of snow and ice, <laughs> yeah. snow and ice in Texas, right? right? Yeah, in Texas, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I, I think. Well, it depends, right? Depends how how the weather holds up. If it stays cold the next couple of days and the ice remains on the roads, or if uh, if it warms up enough to clear everything. Yeah, so I, I don't know. We got a we got a couple people in um, in the. Um, watching on the live live stream. So if any of them happen to be from Texas and they got some any tips, let me know because I think I think what I'm worried about is I get there and and, and I'm from Illinois, so driving in snow is like I you know, did it, did it today. But uh, but I'm worried about in, at in the other Six Flags parks when it gets to a certain temperature, they start closing rides down because rides don't run under a certain temperature. I never thought I'd have to deal with that at Texas. So if I go and they're not going to let me on like Wonder Woman because it's too cold, that that's a bad example because I, I I've 
heard and read <laughs> part of my digging and in is that the single rails um, aren't really that much of an impact but the, like the rat like the some of the other rides might be impacted by the temperature so have you ever been since uh, that used to be your stomping grounds you ever been to a uh, fiesta and had them not have a ride going because of the temperature i don't know about temperature i've been when it's been extremely cold i went new year's around new year's two years ago when i had my uh, the pass that you have where you can get into any park around the country mm -hmm and dropped by because we were down there visiting family one new year's froze my butt off it was so cold i mean so cold for texas it was probably in the 20s which just i'm never prepared for going to theme parks these days because i'm used to going in the sweltering heat of florida mm -hmm. uh there were several rides down but most of them were because of uh wind advisories ah Cause, yeah because when you think of um cold and especially in texas and florida there's always wind because that's what brings the temperature down so much. Yeah, that makes but sense. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure they have shut down for cold temperatures before, but it's just a, an unprecedented time. It, it just, just does not get this cold usually in Texas. Yeah. So um, go, um, So I think I, I kind of talked about the trip at high level. So just a little deeper dive, and you can go to uh, parkswithpoints.com and look at the blog for a little bit more details on that. But I am flying in, and I am hopefully going to i still haven't figured out if i'm going to hit like the zoo and possibly you know before i leave um dallas fort worth before but i'm i'm definitely going to go to tomfooleries and the water park probably um on my friday because there's i can't find anything else really open it's crazy i'm just so in that mindset of everything's open in texas i just never thought that on friday i wouldn't be able to go to zdt's because i was planning on checking it out never been there but uh, I wasn't able to do that, and neither is um, uh, Texas Stingray. Help me out. Where's that at? SeaWorld? SeaWorld, yeah. They're not open on Friday either. Really? So, yeah, neither one of them are open Friday. So Bummer. so I'm going to have to stay with the inside stuff. Uh, Which isn't bad. So we found this out this week. You're going to Tom Fooleries in Kalahari, and we discovered that Kalahari is now America's largest indoor water park. Yeah, yeah. How crazy is that? I, I thought it was smaller. I was really, I was really thinking that that uh, the one up in the Dells was bigger. But you, you schooled me. Um, it's got to be close. That's what their website says. Now, yeah. granted, is it actually? I have yet to see any square footage numbers posted out there. So, if anyone has that, feel free to post it or prove me wrong. But according to Kalahari's Round Rock website, they are America's largest indoor water park. Yeah, I'm sure there's fine print there somewhere that. For sure. <laughs> they probably count tomfooleries and everything. It? It's like we talked about last time. What was it? Um, for Velocicoaster at Universal, it was was it Velocicoaster? I don't know. We've, I think it was. It was it was like the the fastest, steepest drop in a universal yeah. Orlando. Right? <laughs> yeah. All the constraints. Yeah, Her Hershey's Hershey's was the one that was the funniest last year when they opened it up, Candemonium, because they said it was the tallest and fastest and everything, but they never said where. And it ended up being at their park. <laughs> so nice. and it's only faster by one mile an hour, <laughs> which, which is kind of funny. So. It's all about that marketing buzz. Yeah, so um, uh, we, we've got an upcoming 
uh, we, we got an upcoming podcast on trips and we'll talk about that. We'll promote that there at the end. But in that one, we talked about going to holiday, holiday nights at holiday world. So are you planning any trips yet? Are you guys still in the, let's wait and see what happens. I'm kind of holding off still. Summer looks like my time to start going up. Although we do have a wedding in, not my wedding, we're going to a wedding in Pennsylvania in September. So I'm looking at hitting up Hershey and a few other parks up in that area, maybe in the fall. Yeah. What about you? Wait, actually, wait, I, I interrupted the rest of your Texas trip. You gotta fill us in on what you're doing Saturday and Sunday. Oh, well, Saturday's the ACE event. Um, so, uh, good news on that is, I don't know if I missed it the first time or if they added it, but, uh, our ACE pass gets us into the daredevil dive, which is the new ride for this year, uh, at, um, in the flash in the fast pass. So we've got four or five different ERTs, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Yeah, you've got ERT on Wonder Woman. You've got ERT on superman and rattler right yeah i think so and then obviously i mean you don't need ert if you have flash pass on the daredevil dive you can just kind of swing over whenever you're over there so but i, I want to check that out that's that's supposedly the tallest right they all they of all the, have a little extra of the zamperla it's the yeah it's not an air racer it's like a air racer i mean it is an air racer it's an iteration of the air racer but it's like an air racer tower i think right yeah yeah, yeah. So it's got the tallest tower, I think, is ah, okay. the way that, that looks that, pretty. That. <clears throat> well, still, look, my it still looks thing, pretty cool, though. I mean, seriously. Oh, no, the, it looks the pretty theme extreme. Looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then the ride experience, I'm sure, is great. Zamperla always has cool attractions. Yeah. But the yeah. one thing I want to point out about the Ace event, you guys are also, I don't know if you're going to do this, but I know they're doing a dark ride walkthrough of their Pirates. Is it Pirates of the Deep? Dark ride? The Scooby Doo oh, yeah. rethemed? So I got a question on you. <laughs> this is maybe more behind the scenes, but I'll ask you anyway. So I've got I've got a shotgun mic, and I can bring it, and I could. I just don't know. Like, are they gonna? Are, is it gonna be like a show? I mean, like not a show, but like, is are they gonna like walk us through and talk about the ride and stuff, or is it just gonna be like they just turn the lights on and we just get to walk through? Like, are they? Is it gonna be a presentation? That's what I should. Mm, that's what I should that's a good question. Because if it's going to be a presentation, then I'd bring my shotgun mic and try to get like better audio. But then I can't really take that on any of the rides. So it forces me into a locker, and I don't normally do lockers. Um, mm. So everything else I can fit in, you know, cargo pants. Oh, that's the other thing. I had to go buy pants with zippers. Nice. So, so, pants. Yeah. So I, I never had those because I, I live – I've just, uh, I mean, I, I can handle shorts when it's really cold out with no problem. I'll just put a long sleeve shirt on or something, but it is going to be so cold in Texas. I literally had to go find some pants that had zippers because I didn't have any that fit me anymore. Uh, nice. So yeah, I had to, it was funny. You cursed me because you were asking me about coaster pants and coaster shorts. And I said, yes, but uh, well, we, were, anyway. we were talking about it on our upcoming episode with Mike from Canopy Coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. going to come out on Wednesday. So next week, there'll be no live shows. There'll be no um, no standard uh, Saturday show. It'll be a pre-recorded show. Um, so uh, why don't you 
well, let me finish Sunday and then we'll go back. We yeah. Keep, we keep, we gotta keep get to your trip eventually. We're doing too many teases there. So then <laughs> Sunday, I've never been to Six Flags over Texas. So I'm going to go back up. Um, uh, I, I always go for direct flights. Um, another lead in. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so it was, it was easier for me from a time commitment perspective to fly into Dallas, Fort Worth and drive south. And then and then because I've never been to Texas, sorry, Six Flags over Texas either. So I'm going to hit that park also on Sunday and then I'll leave there and, and hit the airport on my way out of town. So this is literally going to be a fly in. Hit a whole bunch of parks and fly out. So, that's so that that's kind of the end of end of the end of the trip per se. Are you when you drive up from San Antonio on Saturday or Sunday morning? I'm gonna I'm gonna do Sunday morning. So because of COVID, I'm just, I I just got one room, so I don't for have both to, places. Got for it. both places. Yeah, yeah, it was the easiest. Sense. So so my flight, there's no one next to me on the plane. I got a rental car by myself. I've got, um, I'm a Hilton guy and they have a huge cleanliness thing. So it'll, the room will be, you know, and then masks at six flags. So when it comes to how safe I feel, I feel pretty good about this trip. So the, the reason I'm asking is because I'm curious how many hours that's going to give you at six flags over Texas. Oh, I'll, I'll be there at opening. So what, what is that like? Eight? I- no, no, it doesn't open till like uh, ten or eleven, maybe, because it's a Sunday. Oh, uh, okay. So you'll have what, like six hours? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, okay. uh, enough enough that I won't be able to get on everything, but I'll at least get on the big stuff. That when I come back with my daughter, we won't ride. She mm-hmm. she's not quite ready for the big big stuff yet. So I'll hit all the big stuff first, prioritize those, and then I'll fill in with. If it, hopefully the park's not busy. If the park is busy, then I'll just pick up a flash pass and try to maximize my ride count. Perfect. All right. Well, if you need any tips, that's my home park. So over Texas. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I grew up just a, an hour north of there. So nice. All right. We spent all this time talking about Fiesta, and I've been asking the wrong questions because I've been asking about Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing this is live. I spent a lot of time at Fiesta as well. My wife's from there. Uh, when I was at school at Texas A&M, we would drive down there some weekends and do full days at Fiesta. So I know Fiesta, just not as well as Over Texas. But oh, yeah. man, you're going to have a blast. Like Titan at Over Texas and uh, New Texas Giant, obviously, it was the first RMC remake, is phenomenal. You're going to love the airtime hills on that and the big drop. I'm so excited for you. You're going to have a good time, man. It's going to be fun. Well, this okay. is going on. What You're... Are you planning anything else? Well, the holiday nights. I mean, we started, we kind of mentioned that, but uh, so I booked my hotels and everything for that. Um, and when is I, that? That is, I don't remember. I'd have to, I'm not going to stop and Google it right now, but, uh, okay. but uh, it's, it's a, uh, we got a hotel room for the Friday night. So we're going to go and do the night ERT on Friday night. It's like, yeah, I'm not even going to guess what the date is you can you can go to holiday world just google holiday world and holiday they it's it's all promoted by the park so you have to be a member of any coaster community i think any coaster group um, will allow you to do that there it's not being put on it's being put on by the home park so so they have all the details on their website so but uh so friday night ert 
and then all day Saturday and then Saturday night, you know, it's going to be till, till the night, till I think they, they stay open later for night rides and stuff on voyage and everything. So, but yeah, that'll be with my daughter. So I'll have roller coaster Riley with me. Nice. It's uh, June 4th and 5th. Ah, so you can Google and, and multitask. I just checked it out. And they, I didn't know they did this. They have a theme each year. Yeah, each year they have a theme, and this is behind the yellow brick road, not behind. Behind the yellow brick road? What's this the theme? Says, You're looking at the website. Yeah, huh? <laughs> at it. it's, it's Wizard of Oz themed, but it's called Wizard of Oz. The, if you, the Wizard of Oz, like, ah, like I'm screaming, like A-H-H-H-H. Yeah, like, ah, like you're going off a cliff. Or That's cute. Oh, yeah, going down the first drop. Yeah. That's really don't, cute. Don't forget, in the future, you can always throw that in there. I can add it, I can add it to the stream. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So other than that, uh, we, I've got a few kind of loose trips planned, but not solid dates yet until we figure out, um, what opens when exactly. And there's still quite a few parks on the Northeast where the States have, are still, on, um, we say, I want to say like on lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, it's way better than staying on lockdown. Have restrictions, so so I don't want to do this. So the Six Flags Loop, the Northeast Six Flags Loop, without knowing that all the parks are going to be open. But because remember, keep you know, I've got a couple bucket coasters that I was trying to knock out, so I want to do King Ka and and if that wasn't opened, I think I might cry. <laughs> Can you imagine going all the way there and not have one of the major attractions open? Really yeah, I, I mean, it'd be like going to Dolly World and having, you know, I mean, like every, uh, I'd be, uh, it, it happens probably more than we wish, right? But yeah, that's true. Te technical difficulties happen, right? That's true. So I try I not to, to get too worked up about it. Fair. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Cause like when I went to Disneyland Paris a few years ago, I'm a big Disney guy. So my goal was to hit all of the unique stuff there. And one of the most talked about attractions is their haunted mansion equivalent called Phantom Manor. Yeah. Which is similar in the idea of if you have like a haunted building that's filled with ghosts doing different things, but it's, it's more of a, a Western theme there. It's in their frontier land equivalent, uh, which I think they call Western land. Don't hold me to that. That sounds right. Anyways, of course, the one time I'm there, it's down for the biggest refurbishment for the, <laughs> the biggest refurbishment that this attraction has ever had, like a like a one to two year refurbishment. So uh, it was uh, uh, it was sad. It's really disheartening because you travel across the world and then you get there and there's your your attraction you meant to go do is closed. Yeah, yeah. I hear. You. Has that happened to you? Uh, not, not one that, I, well, I, uh, um, well, I got to ride son of the beast and I was extremely disappointed that they took the, took the loop out. Mm -hmm. Um, we planned the trip when it was intermittent, right. And they, they closed it. So I was worried, but they reopened it with the new trains and they took the, you know, they took the, uh, they took the loop out, and that is the, it was at the point where they had just done it, so it wasn't, 
really well thought out. They had, they just did the quick version. So you go through this and you get to the very end and you go down this thing and it's like this little teeny like bloop. It was just like such a letdown. That's so sad. <laughs> so, but but I was happy that I got on it because frankly, I would have never got to write it had I had that been still closed, right? Because yeah, uh, now funny. they tore it down. I mean, it didn't, that that thing didn't last long. <laughs> I think it, I think that that coaster was just too aggressive in general. So probably, probably. Okay. Well, anything else you want to talk about? No, no. I think uh, we'll call it. Uh, since it's an unusual Monday, um, just uh, stay stay tuned uh, next week. Since we're heading to uh, on trips, there'll be a couple of rebroadcasts. Do you want to uh, you want to pitch Harrison at all? Because I thought that was a pretty fun interview. Sure. So we actually have a, a two-part interview with one of my close friends, Harrison Coleman, who uh, is a previous Disney cast member who, who did a lot of crazy stuff. He started out as uh, uh, Walt Disney World lifeguard at the resorts, uh, worked his way th through Blizzard Beach, one of the Walt Disney World water parks, and then jumped into park operations, doing some stuff at Hollywood Studios, and then started doing some really cool stuff with uh, wait times supporting Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And that episode, we did an episode just for the wait times piece because it was so fascinating hearing how the parks calculate wait times, how there's this whole team behind it and all the different factors they have to take into consideration. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think anyone who's interested cool. in theme parks and especially operations uh, is going to find it extremely interesting. Yeah, you got to be a pretty detailed nerd because he started in the beginning, which is kind of cool, right, of how they did it manually at the very beginning uh, with tick cards. He'll go into that, so I'm just going to throw it right there. But, uh, and then all the way up to all the factors that they added along the way. And then um, I think, the you know, obviously uh, how they hand-did uh, Rise of the Resistance right there at the beginning. So I, I, I was totally nerding out during the conversation. So. <laughs> It's going to be fun. So stay tuned for that. If you want to hear that and many more episodes, subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. Uh, feel free to subscribe and hit that alert button here on YouTube. Otherwise, you can check us out at thrillseekerspodcast.com. Yeah, and, and uh, we'll probably have a couple of live stuff coming up, but mostly around special topics. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever... If you really, really like this show being live, then uh, maybe you can post in, in the comments. And, uh, you know, we've never pushed for reviews. We'd love a review. Because for right sure. now, uh, since, we, <laughs> since the name change and all the new platform stuff and everything, uh, uh, we would love a review. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Give us a review. And any feedback, uh, what's our email address? Info at thrillseekerspodcast.com. Same as the website. Same as the website. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. Until next time. We'll Enjoy. See you next week. Join us each week for more Thrill Seekers podcasts and check us out on the web at thrillseekerspodcast.com. This has been a Parksman Podcast production.